Blessings, everyone. It's Jules, and I am super excited about our guest today. I'm getting chills, and I haven't even introduced you. <laughs> so I have Ilona Selke with me today, and she you know, she is just a genius in this space of supporting people and holding a high vibration, being able to change their lives through focus in that vibration. And here we are heading into the holidays. And so we're going to talk about a few ways that we can support you in having not only an amazing holiday, but also setting you up for a very successful 2024. So welcome to the show. And I'm actually going to let you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll go into the goods. <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much, Jules. I love when people start anything with gratitude and your hand gesture does that and let's all remember that whether you do it physically or not and the more you do it the more you'll probably do something like that is start sensing that we live in a consciousness interactive universe that listens to your thoughts now in the old days it was talked about in the religions but in the new days with quantum physics we understand that there is something at the substratum of reality that connects us to time space with our thoughts, connections, consciousness. It is one thing I've been teaching since 1985, actually. And with my husband, who you've had on my show, on your show, Dr. Don Paris, and we live in a consciousness interactive universe. Now, on the one hand, you can support that with technology like we do with radionics. Now, I've written books and five bestseller books internationally into translated into Chinese, German, English, French, Spanish, Czechoslovakian, Polish, Russian, name and Hindi, Telugu, anything. And so too, how do we apply our focus so that we really communicate with that higher something, name it what you wish, and bring it with results here on earth so that, and that's my motto, live in heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. And so utilizing our focus has been the forefront of my interdimensional exploration for the last plus 35 years. I am 62 now. And we, I started in my 20s. I started meditating when I was 17. I met Don when I was 21. So we just celebrated our 40 years of knowing each other. Yes, being together and in love. And of course, being together with any human. And at Christmas, we might find out has its rewards. Many of them may have its challenges. And so let's talk about how we can glide through a challenging, stressful period, which we can apply to Christmas period, and then New Year's, how to set visions, and then how to deal with our challenges. Um, you can find all of my books on the internet. Amazon has them all for the easiest. Just type in my name, Ilona Selke, and you'll get the download there. And... Uh, Yes, over to you. I hope that we, I live in Bali, uh, have a good major part of the time. We have a retreat center in Bali called the Shambhala Oceanside Retreat Center. And we have had a dolphin watch boat for 10 years in Florida. We lived in Hawaii for 12 years part-time. And we have a home on the island in the northwest of the Pacific, which we dreamed up when we had no money to build anything. And it happened anyhow. So I will share with you some of the major points that we all need to practice 
because it's not like I read how to manifest and this is how it goes. It takes practice. So let's get going on how we apply it, especially in regards to Christmas now. I, and you know, I'm just going to highlight a little thing that you just said is that holding consciousness in a high vibration in order to manifest our best life, we have to actually do something. <laughs> it is a practice. And I just think that is so important because I don't know where along the way that people started getting into this magic pill that I just have to take this little magic pill and my whole life is going to change. I'm not sure where that came in. And it always has shocked me that somehow that got entered into the collective and that we all get to just sit back and post some things on the vision board and then just wait for it to happen. <laughs> so I just think it's so interesting. You know, I think that I'm not saying that anything against vision boards, but I do love that you what you teach is the practice. And so let's dive into that, Ilona, because I know you have some brilliant things to share with us. And I know everybody is ready to step into the practice. Like these people that are listening, they just want to know how. So I'm just going to turn it over to you and let you kind of take us on the journey. All right. Well, you mentioned it. Being a vibration is quite different than knowing about a vibration. Knowing that something should work XYZ ways is still a little step from how do you occupy that on a moment to moment basis. Now, I'm saying moment to moment as best as we can. I come into moments where I'm like absorbed sitting in front of a computer. I'm like, okay, come on, come on, you can do this. Just hold the state. And that's a vibratory learning where to place your awareness within the spectrum of frequencies and find the seat of your soul literally find that vibratory space that is your highest it's an evolutionary journey so everybody highest is going to be at a different vibratory rate but it's only about us ourselves moving up a notch not competing with anybody just because honestly evolution is waiting for us to do this because it's forging itself out of its own womb so to speak we are its own tentacles that's evolving to open up our tentacles to receive more of what it is, but now cognizant, now open, now receptive to the highest God frequency that we can. So I call that the seat of the soul. Sorry, Gary Zukav, um, who I stood on the stages with back in the long time ago also, has a book on that. And to me, it is a frequency that starts above the crown chakra. Now, um, let's just try something really simple. I'd like you to just tune in and <laughs> answer the question that my mom asked me when I was 15 with my sister 14 at the breakfast table. Where is your soul? Hmm. Let's think about that for a moment and all of us are going to come up with a very different answer. So there is no right answer. But I'd just like to ask you, where is the very core and let's just go there. Dive in and just sense. Where is the seat of your soul? I can say for myself. Yes. I, I, at first, it was a vibrational pattern. My whole body, it was what I called my quantum body. But then it all went into my pineal gland. And... Mm -hmm. And that's where I could feel 
the direct, like where the frequency came in. Right. The way I see it. My mom was very surprised when I gave the answer. My sister said hers was in the heart. So a lot of us feel the connection of spirit of who we are in our heart. And our heart will be the center axis between the vertical that goes into the highest dimension, the source code connection, and into the expression of time space, right? So the heart is right there at that center point. That's a beautiful place to connect to your essence. Uh, I told my mom, uh, mom, that's like about here over my head, like yes, so far. And she's like, oh my God, I lost it. My daughter thinks her soul is outside of her body. Anyhow, I still feel it there. That's how I am. Now, everybody is going to have their focus capacity at a different location of some of the central points where octaves of vibration. And you may well practice your center point and become really aware and really plunge in and make that ever more palpable. So let's do that for a moment. Wherever your center was, like... Go there for a moment and like bring the light even more into that very point. And from here, I'd like you to extend an imaginary a light line to the center of creation. open. Open that fulcrum point to the center as if you could say, I'm here. I offer myself to the center of all that is that the source offers. And just notice how the apron of that which comes back to you is even larger than your pinnacle that you create. Like it's a the blessing returns into the center and fills you with an even greater potency. Is that true? When did you experience that for yourself? I, you know, it's so funny. I think I've been just working with that frequency of source for so much in the body that I couldn't get it. It won't leave. It's just, it's, if anything, it just turned my body on even more. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, however you imagine connecting to the source code, you don't have to leave anywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. This, the source is everything, but connecting to the source is an amplitude. And that's what we feel. It's amplifying our frequency. It amplifies it who we are. So imagine when you plug in your greatest dream, I mean, I come to God and I go like, I call it God, right? I, I, I'm, I forget what I ever wanted. It's just like, take me, I'm your vessel. That's all I really care about. But it always says, what do you want? What do you want? It's like, what do you really want? I just gave a TEDx talk about that. Uh, as we're airing it, it's, I'm time traveling right now. Mm -hmm. With that fundamental question, let us always remember to ask, even when we encounter problems now, we can use it. What do I really want to re-envision a solution or a choice, a wish, and give that to the source and hold it as a next question is, what would that feel like if you already had that? So when you ask yourself, what do I really want? And how would it feel like if I already had that? Or the answers 
to refocusing on what you really want, what's truly important. Mm -hmm. And then you can apply that even to problems. You can ask the feeling, let's say, I feel stressed. I am having too many appointments before Christmas time, too many parties to go to, too many presents to think about, too much food to cook and relatives who I have to visit that I may not want to or whatever. What do I really want? Ask yourself that this season every single morning and go and feel whatever answer comes to you and go into that feeling because you give the blueprint to that one source that asks, what do you wish? What do you want? You are the hands and arms and eyes of that creative source code that's returning its gaze back onto itself and it will fill that current into your dream. Now, the dreams that we come up with are evolutionary stepping stones to get us brighter and brighter. Because every time you ask, what do I really want? You actually are invoking a higher capacity, which broadens your horizon. And that's when we experience happiness. When we slightly become more brilliant than before, just a millimeter more is enough. And we need to just ask ourselves in any given moment, Things are going awry. What do I really want? And really enter that space as if you're there. Pretend it happened. In my book, um, Dolphins Love and Destiny, Yoga for the Soul, I write a story where I arrive in Hawaii, where we lived in our winter months because Washington had gray weather, gray weather in the winter. And on our beautiful road, which was adjacent to a national forest, I arrive. And could you know, there were three junk cars on our street. We drive up with our car. The neighbor uh, is there, an old lady. And she said, I've tried calling the police. I've called the department of this. I've called everybody. They're just not going to do anything about it. Because in Hawaii, they just, then back then in the 90s, left their cars whenever they felt like it. And they brought it away. Three of them on our road. I sit down as soon as I could. I made my little sacred space. I sat in meditation and I did exactly what I just told you to do. First of all, I connected to my seat of the soul and to the source code that animates everything. And then I said, okay, I didn't deserve this, right? I did a lot of good things. I taught selflessly. I walked all over the world. I helped people create heaven on earth. And now what do I have? So that is unacceptable. I want a paradise. I need a paradise. My being cannot only thrive in paradise. I, I, I see what I have to have. So thank you very much. This is how it would look like if I got what I really want. I have heaven on earth that includes a clean street. And I want to make sure it is now because I don't you know, want to spend my winter or my Christmas time period here with three junker cars. I want it now. And I tell you the secret is something I learned from the spelling bees, the people that spell perfectly. They say they know how everything is spelled perfectly because they get a tingle in their spine or somewhere in their body that says, this is it. So I sat there and I pretended I am sitting in the future now where all the cars are gone and it's a clean street and my nice natural preserve of a nature forest next to me lives up to its name. Mm. And I felt that tingle like the spelling bees feel it in their spine. Then I heard the noises 
of some metal crunching. But I had also driven by an area where a crane was working on a nearby house construction. So I'm like going, well, let's not spoil the water boiling by lifting up the lid all the time and going, is it boiling yet? Is it boiling yet? You know, trust the universe is listening. So I felt this wonderful feeling. I said, thank you very much. This feels perfect. It is done. But I could literally feel that the universe said yes. I felt this yes it is that way. I've also tried doing this when I said, I want, and then I got this, yeah, but you know, and I had all my buts and whens and my anxieties came up. I only got those things when I cleared all my buts and whens. But in this case, I was able to feel it. We needed to go shopping that evening and to have dinner first out. So we went to our favorite Italian Palo's restaurant in Pahua, which is now you know, changed because of the volcano running the uh, lava down in that area. Anyhow, it was a long time ago. And I even forgot to look at the street. We drove, we came back home and I'm going, Don, the cars are gone. The cars were gone. <laughs> the cars were gone within the time frame after my meditation, despite the fact that my neighbor had pre-programmed me to tell me that it was impossible to do anything about it. Hmm. I still think, and now I've done these kinds of miracles in my own life, and I've heard from so many people who read my books, who got inspired or who practiced living from vision, that when you learn how to be in alignment with time, space, and the universe, magically things can happen, but it is, I tell you one thing that I call a prerequisite, partially, I didn't have a guilt conscience. I felt like I'm honest, I don't cheat, I don't lie, I don't pretend anything, I'm me, I I do good, I pick up trash when I see it, or I do, I help when I'm needed, I had a good conscience, I am a good person, so I had the feeling I had the right to ask, and I know many people need to work on that piece of homework already, before even asking for a miracle in the moment, but let's just take that as a carrot, let's say you have that feeling, yes, it can happen. Give the universe time to bring it to you at the right time in the right way. Because the timing at times, like when I met my soulmate, Don, the universe said, you have to wait two years. You have to clean up past stories with your exes, my ex-husband and his ex-wife then, or to be ex-wife, we were still married. And time is important in understanding that the universe has a bigger plan, but you live in a fluid dynamic consciousness, interactive fabric. And your thoughts are needed to create more beauty and more harmony on this planet and create a better world for yourself and others. So let's remember as we go into this season on a daily basis, and I will give a gift. Um, I know you're going to probably have a link for that, right? We will offer uh, an app where you can take time every morning for about 10 minutes and pre-imagine your day with those questions. What do I really want to get done? And what do I really want to experience as a fulfilled state for my heart and soul? So you choose two things for the day from, uh, I want to get this done, maybe, you know, a practical thing and an internal thing, which may be, you know, immaterial or experiencing love with your partner or with your children or with your dog or go nature hiking or whatever. 
or connect in meditation with the highest consciousness. It's two things. What do I really want? And feel them and do that every day. So let's talk about, and I, I'm excited to talk about how to handle more hardcore problems like ancestral issues, you know, that come up during the holiday season. But did this kind of give you an overview? I I love it. I love it. Okay, so let's just break this down just to recap. We're moving into the holidays. We're also setting ourselves up for our best year ever in 2024. And it's just every day to make it simple. It's what do I want? And then creating that feeling and having that be a focus because when we do that, we're creating a vibration that we're putting our body in. And then we get to explore that vibration consciously because it's something that we've asked for. I think that's the brilliance of intention is that just by placing an intention, it activates a frequency within our body, our body holds that frequency. And then we use our tool of consciousness to become what it is that we're asking for. But as we have a lot of interruptions coming through as we, so not just in the holiday season, but just in daily life, we can have things that come up that maybe kind of take us out of that frequency. So let's talk about what we can do in those moments. Yes. So uh, in family dynamics, we might encounter that a little bit more often, but it can be with neighbors. I had just had a woman who um, needed some coaching on her landlord is not liking her and she feels the vibes go through the ceiling and she's not giving her good vibes. So what to do? And, you know, it's basically realizing that we can ask for what we want and need and work into that feeling that you deserve to ask and you deserve to receive. See, and that's where we have to maybe dive deeper into our childhood belief systems, depending on what we were taught or told or believe about ourselves or felt in past lives, we may or may not feel entitled to um, have a good life. Now, I don't mean entitled in the sense of I deserve it all. It's beyond me to be in these lower things. You know, it's more like you can be the highest. You, our heart deserves to shine. And you deserve an environment in which you can be in harmony and in which things are harmonious. So there are two ways to deal with it. One, to step back and use these three words to remember. If you're in a situation that isn't going the way you like it, maybe a million things, little things even. Stop the movie. Stop the movie. And allow yourself the luxury of contemplation to step out and go, okay, let's just pretend this is a movie and I'm scanning myself. I'm upset. Yes, I'm upset. It removes you from being the chemical human self and becomes the soul that goes like, oh God, we're we're in trouble. Um, I got triggered. My what memories as a childhood got triggered, my feelings, my sense of self-worth, whatever, you know, got triggered, my sense of ethics, da, 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 da. And I may be right, I, but I am triggered. Okay. As a triggered being, we will rarely ever do good things. We will likely be angry and not necessarily create results that are too pretty. So stop. Look. Okay. That's what's happening. Look at the situation. Much like a film director looks at a movie script. Then 
That's the second word, stop, look. And then you get to choose, okay, I'm out of this movie, I'm sitting in the theater and I'm going, which ending would I prefer? And you've already gained calmness. You will start breathing. If need be, do the yogic breath. Just breathe in slowly, hold the breath, switch your finger and breathe out, hold the breath and breathe in slowly, bring that light into your pineal gland to get you know, overviews and do that for two minutes. Once you've done that, you go, okay, now let me choose. Ah, what I really want is harmony, understanding, forgiveness, whatever. May not be happening right now. And I need to look, is the situation so that that person can do so? Can I harmonize now? I may, I may not be able to. I, I may be a super giant and being able to forgive, I may not be able to, but I can breathe more easily and say, okay, uh, I got triggered and what I really want is this harmony. If you can, and I've seen miracles happen from this in the relives when we took people into past lives, into past memories of this childhood, go to a place where you can meet that other soul that you may have problems with and meet them in their light. Go to that place where they exist beyond time space, if you can. Believe me, that's sometimes easier said than done and go there. I'm really sorry. And do the whole porno if you can. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't mean that what I really would like is this harmony. And I'm sorry. And I would like to share love with you if we could. And just pretend at that level, not down here yet, down there, up there, in that imaginary world, you can pre-create the solution you want. Now, when I asked my now husband, back then, I said, look, I have this thing with my ex-husband, now ex-husband, but my husband at the time. And, you know, he's not meditating. He's not having this. He's not wanting to do this. What do I do? And he said, reimagine that you already have the relationship you want. Now, the most important question, my answer came, do not tell the universe what face to put on that vision. Mm. So I just went into the general state. I said, I love you and I appreciate you. And what I really want is this illuminated soul realized relationship. Whoever and whatever will fit that vibration will come in because the blueprint is within you. But don't put the face on it. Don't say you, neighbor, you're family member, you, you, you have to cooperate. They may, they may not. Whatever it is, it's their free will. It is sort of your creation too, but you let go and let the universe bring to you what really suits you. So I did that. And within a short time, things resolved to where my ex-husband now is my dear friend, my ex-husband, and I still love him. And it's a good thing we're not married because you know, I would make him miserable with all my intensity and he would not be living up to what I need, what my sweetheart Don does. So I did not put a face on my expectation. At this level, I was the designer of my film. What do I really want? And so lovingly letting the other person be who they are, allowing the universe to rearrange the molecules that you deserve to get what fits within you and there we need to be honest with ourselves we need to do the homework on a regular basis to clean up any doubts fears anxieties and they come up you know as often as 
every day, maybe something to get clean up and you become a brilliant diamond over time. Mm. And it's not ever an ending, no, never, you know, it's an ongoing process. But when we encounter maybe that challenging situation, remember to stop, step out of the movie, look at your feelings, become conscious of what you feel as upset and whatever it feels like and just look, breathe, yogic breath, and then design and choose what you really want. Stop, look, choose. And um, dream up what you really wish and let the universe bring to you the match. But allow yourself that you deserve the fulfillment of what you can hold in your feeling body as your fulfillment. Mm. So, yeah, there are some technical, practical steps without making it a huge session of past life regression. These are saviors. Stop, look, choose. And what do I really want? And how would that feel like? Come out of the same dimension. Easy to remember. And you can take it into the holiday season and then create your year that way because what do I really want? Do dream big because the universe is listening. I love that. You know, one of the things that I I do this every day before I ever have an interaction, even with my dog, like I do it before I get out of bed, is I I ask that I have every interaction from my high self to the interaction of the high, the highest vibration, even if it's not another person, that even if it's the highest vibration of the plants, or if I'm going on a hike, that the vibration is always matching the highest frequency that I'm able to match. And then when things come in where I'm like, Ooh, that feels a little off. I remember, Oh yeah. But I asked to have every interaction from the highest frequency. And so that's when you can immediately say, okay, my high self and your high self are actually having this interaction. What does it look like now? And because I do it every single day, it's become a habit. And so I somehow I feel just like everything else that we do when we consistently ask and we focus, that becomes our reality. So that's just another thing that people could play with as they before they even leave the house to go to the relative's house or to the party, just play. And what would it be like to have this in the highest frequency possible? Yes, especially our Christmas time. What I would recommend is that you set up a diary and every week for, in Germany, we celebrate the Advent every Sunday, the four Sundays before Christmas and ask yourself, how what is really fulfilling to you? Is it the silence? Is it for us, it's singing to be in the sense of awe and wonder. Uh, cut things out. There isn't a to-do list for Christmas. It is a sacred time to remember that you're connected to the, that you are the source, mm-hmm. uh, remembering itself. And that you are opening the tentacles of its own self-discovery. That the dialogue between you and the source is happening. We celebrate Christmas because of the light that in the Christian faith Jesus represented or the winter solstice in the winter for the northern hemispheres is the moment that the earth is now going to in the northern hemisphere receive more light. Um, But however we want to interpret it, make it whatever you want. And what is Christmas for you? What do you want to celebrate? In which way does it touch in to your spiritual evolution? Maybe for you, it's a social engagement and tapping into the light of everyone. 
I used to do it in Hawaii where it was difficult to have Christmas, right? We have friends. And we I invited them to a potluck because my family was in Germany. And we would all bring um, a sacred something to ourselves, either a poem, a painting, a game, or a, or, or a thought, a song, and share it in the group to evoke sacredness in us as a group. So, you know, in Germany, we sing Christmas carols and we create uh, rituals, you know, a certain type of food, candles on the the attentiveness to um, sharing gratitude towards the source and then opening gifts. So we have create a little ritual plan and invite people to a to a, to a seminar. Make it a seminar. I mean, honest to God, um, if you took it like a seminar and you were a seminar organizer and you would get everybody just even for a small segment to say, let's do this. Can I suggest this or get everybody in on the game four weeks in advance and say, let's every Sunday sit down and pretend we could all become angels What with kids. Yeah. What angel would you be? Uh, what qualities would you have? Just engage children in the mindset of becoming a higher frequency at the level that they can embody it and feel it. Not like a lecture, but rather than a, a, an embodiment of a game. And set goals along the way. How do you want this period to be? What do you want to experience? And then take the 12 days after Christmas to pre-imagine the coming year, one day for each month. Just make that. I have German guided meditations for that. We call them the Rauhnächte. Uh, every day, I get chills just thinking that one day, the 25th we start, represents the January. And then we have 12 days for the 12 days of Christmas. Ooh, I love that. I hope everybody gets on board with that, that you just kind of tap in and and listen, right? It's just those, those times where it's like, what are we listening to? Are we listening to our old, all the stuff that we're trying to clear out, right? As, as you would say, or are we listening to that, that source, source code, the frequency, all of that beautiful. Mm -hmm. And if we could start that day, you know, it's just start that day on the 25th of listening over here. And that's such a beautiful way to move into the frequency of 2024. I absolutely love it. Yes. And let's say the 25th represents January. God, source code. What could be the blessing that we bring together as a co-creative force? The, the light that shines through you more brilliantly. Now, remember how we said in the beginning, as you amplify the seat of your soul, you will uh, have a greater intensity. It's like coming from a 10 watt light bulb to a hundred watt light bulb to a thousand to a super powerful laser. And the more you singularize your focus into beyond time space, you start emanating an intensity of frequency and the God source code flow will flow through you and amplify every single thought you have. So you have to practice the luxury of focusing on what you really want rather than on what we don't want. Mm. And every month could be, what could it be? What could year be about? And let yourself be guided in your intuition. It doesn't matter if the year exactly flows like that, but it's opening to a greater potential within you. And then you invite the guidance from a higher dimension to flow through you and say, okay, 
this is what this year might be like one year at one month at a time and you are presetting the intentions for the entire year gloriously opening to the source code to the god frequency or however you name it and then becoming that force co-creative force here and when things aren't working remembering to stop to look to choose to say oh yeah right this is what i really want universe help me co-create it that or better mm. and that takes us out of that ego i want this you know that <laughs> or better it's like up to you <laughs> I, I love that. I think that's so important to say, because when we're making intention, you know, we are only able to, to see just above what our experience is right now, right? So when we just I use intention just as a tool to bring in a higher frequency and then have a focus of staying out of our programming and moving into something different. But I love how you open it up even more of like, okay, this is what I can see right now, but bring it on, right? I'm open to the highest frequency even beyond that. And then again, then I guess get to use my intuition and my consciousness to have the experience of what that frequency is. And the universe gets to use us. You know, as you were saying that, um, I would flash back, back when we first uh, went to a bought a house in Bali. Um, we wanted to actually went, go to India and we were asked to participate living at an ashram and teaching at an ashram in India, one of the largest pyramid ashrams uh, in the area of Sri Ravi Ravi Shankar's in the uh, um, University Loving uh, Learning East of Bangalore. Anyways, um, the art of living, sorry. And we were supposed to go there and we had our trip planned, but I took a seminar and brought it to Bali where people from Germany my readers and we practiced living from vision there and the lady said well, don't go to india you know stay in bali it's way nicer i used to live in india we don't want to go there so we went and looked at a house sight unseen two minutes later we knew this is it we're buying it good we did now we were there and we discovered that right next to us was um a football place the kids were screaming and shouting. There was a lot of noise and ruckus and the neighborhood had their heyday. And, you know, as nice as that was, I am like going, I just know this is going to be a great garden one day with a school for higher consciousness. Somebody's going to come in and put that there and that'll be. Mm -hmm. Then one glorious day, the universe has the things unfold. And it's us building that retreat center. I had no plan. I actually invited friends to purchase the land and they were going to, and then they backed out and other people couldn't. And when we were like left hanging, <laughs> catching the bag ourselves. And that's how we got to own a retreat center, the Trambala Oceanside Retreat Center in Bali, because I visualized this beautiful higher dimensional school that I had no intention on owning, <laughs> but it made itself known. And so many people, even Balinese people said, you are stewarding this. This was given to you. This is a sense of an inner plan that then is saying, do this. Not necessarily because I wanted to, you know, run a hotel or something like that, but <laughs> the technicalities of it is, um, it is now 
a center for higher knowledge and getting people into higher frequencies. But what I'm trying to say is my vision was for someone else to do it. And the universe said, oh, yeah, well, kiddo, you just move on right in. I think you're the perfect person for that job. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes we put out wishes and then the universe rearranges the perfect players. I love that. I absolutely love that. Thank you for sharing. That's That was a really nice story. <laughs> I, I'm learning so much about you. Um, all right, Ilona. Well, I feel like let's sum everything up. So what if you were to just kind of take everything that you just said and then let people go from here? How, what would, what would, how would you okay. sum it all up? Okay, let's summarize the point that your seat of the soul is something we have to practice. And like we did with the exercise, wherever it is, just amplify that and then make that connection call to wherever down under deeper upper where you sense the source code to be coming from connect with it and just make that your priority every morning. Now I like you make that priority to merge and meet Dawn in that space so I'm make a singularity of the two of us in our we feel it i feel it i i can practice i know where he's at and he senses me when we come into that seat of our souls and merge it into singularity that is becoming one unit and that then organizes our day i tell you it is phenomenal and if i ever miss a boat or a beat a day it's not as phenomenal so go to god go into your seat of your soul then Always start the day with what do I really want to experience from the point of view of what is important to create and what does my soul want and create a felt space internally just for a couple minutes, minute, half a minute and be in that space. That's pre-creating your day in the evening and I'll give you an app for that. Revisit the day. See what went well. Appreciate yourself for everything that went well. Go like, wow, wow. What didn't go well? Oh, what did you really want? And these are the same questions. Stop, look, choose. In the moment, step out if it's hairy. If you did it hairily, do it afterwards and go, oh, that didn't go well. Let's just stop the film in retrospect. Stop, look, choose. And you'll do it more and more often in the moment and go, oh, right. If You know, we can't always help ourselves and our emotions. They fire up and then do it when you have a calm moment. Stop, look, choose, right? What do I really want? What would that feel like? And allow yourself to be and create the blueprint because the universe listens to the state that you're in, not to your thoughts, not to your good, well-meant intentions. When I wanted to swim this close with dolphins, I realized, as you can read and listen to in my TEDx talk, what really motivated me and why it wasn't happening no matter what I tried. I'm not going to spill the beans. I want you to watch that TEDx talk uh, that I gave about how two questions can help us create a brighter future. So when we occupy the state of what we actually really want, we get to know ourselves. And from there, we make steps and progress in the direction of our dreams because the universe is listening and we are needing to all remember that the scientists in their white coats are struggling really hard and figuring out how come there is consciousness in the universe. It shouldn't be there. The material matter should not have consciousness. How did it happen? There's something that 
precedes and supersedes the matter that we experience its solid reality. It's just vibration of the same thing, the same source code expressed as you and me. I love that. What a beautiful way to sum all that up. So we, let's just have you just say where people can find you. We'll also have all this information in the links below, but let's just do a little shout out if somebody wanted to just find you right now. I know they can get your books on Amazon. Do you have a website? Oh, of course. Yes. I mean, I, if you go to my Ilona Selke and just Google me, just Google my name, Ilona Selke, you find a million links to all my social media, to all everything, whatever you prefer the platform. And from there, you come to my website or my online school. My online school is ilonaselke.online. So my last name, you can, I don't know if you're seeing this, it's uh, written right there. It's I-L-O-N-A-S, like in star, L-E-L-K-E, S-E-L-K-E.com or dot online. But if you just type my name into Google, you'll find the rest of everything. I appreciate you. You know what I want to tell you? I felt so touched this morning just seeing you and just feeling you as we started before we went on an interview, it's like you, without saying a word to me, went into the depth of inviting the guidance from a higher dimension. And the radiance of that light touched me through the screen, even though we're miles apart. Thank you for that. Oh, every, every time, honey, every time the light in me meets the light in you. And thank you for sharing your light and your genius with everyone today. I know everyone's going to have just an amazing holiday season because of what you shared. And they're going to bring that frequency into next year and truly live the best year ever. So thank you for sharing with us today. We're sending everyone so much love and so much light as you journey into the highest frequency possible. In